And all God's people said, Amen, Pastor. That's right, Amen. Sister Ruth, and I'd like to begin today's sermon off by welcoming back, and for the first time in three weeks, with the proper suffix in front of his name, Father God, Deacon Ricky, welcome back to the congregation. As y'all know, Deacon Ricky was on probation from the deaconry for, uh, for what was it? I can't even remember now. I believe he uh, put the fix in on the cakewalk, taking, uh, taking side bets. Might have even siphoned a little bit out of that rum cake. We can't all know. But Deacon Ricky is back with us, having served his time, Father God, and we're happy to have him here. I do understand that while his penance has been served in Pastor Petey's place for parishioners both pompous and proletariat alike, Mr. Mark Zuckerberg uh, still finds him in contempt, and he is in what we call Facebook jail uh, for a post he made on the social media site uh, not one week ago. We'd all like to remind Deacon Ricky that those pictures of Taylor Swift were artificial intelligence. They were doctored, Deacon Ricky. And even if they weren't, you can't post a nipple on Facebook, Father God. The children are seeing it. Deacon Ricky, your granddaughter's there. Woo! I ain't gonna lie. I liked what I saw, though. Generational talent, Father God. We hope you enjoyed the Super Bowl and perhaps enjoyed a break uh, from... Pastor Petey and Deacon Ricky, Brother Corey Ryan Forrester uh, was not able to uh, upload the files of my teachings last week as he had a, uh, a family crisis, uh, Father God, and we do pray that, that uh, all is well in uh, his neighborhood as it were, for he is the Daddy Warbucks around these parts and the Paterfamilias as it were, Father God. Uh, well, speaking of Brother Corey Ryan Forrester, one announcement he wanted uh, to make uh, was that next Wednesday, uh, that is, I suppose, actually this Wednesday, uh, February 21st at watchpoa.com. If you are a fan of putting on airs, the podcast betwixt him and Brother Trey Crowder, they will be live streaming their 100th episode at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at watchpoa.com. That is their YouTube, Father God, or you can watch it broadcasted uh, on all of Brother Trey Crowder's socials. Uh, once again, that is this Wednesday, February 21st, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, Father God, putting on ass, will be live streaming their 100th episode and airheads, that is uh, what I, I believe is what they call their fans, uh, will be able to ask questions during the show. It will be very interactive. Uh, it's going to be a whole lot of fun. Uh, so go ahead and subscribe to watchpoa.com so you can check out the live stream. But it will be available uh, on Friday like a regular podcast episode. If you're not able to make it, Father God, all right, enough supporting that weasel. Announcements from the church, Father God, I... Of course, y'all have heard the scandal we've had with our uh, middle school girls softball team, Father God. One of the other churches uh, who, let's face it, uh, they ain't as enlightened as Pastor Petey's place. Uh, we'll just say, I don't know if they're Southern Baptists or not, but they sure are acting like it, Father God. They was trying to have us disqualified uh, on the grounds uh, uh, that our catcher, Little Miss Mackenzie Warthrop, Little Miss Mackenzie Warthrop. They were saying, ain't no way she a little girl. And we must have had a high school boy uh, uh, dressed up in a wig catching balls. 
and they was going to have a, a, a DNA test, Father God, but they have since dismissed all the charges when little Miss Mackenzie Wardthrop's grandmama, Big Bad Betty Perkins, went down there and whipped they pastor's ass, Father God. After they peeled him up from the floor of the vestibule, he said, Whoo, Father God, she must come by it honestly. That's right, we love our little Mackenzie down here. She's five foot tall and five foot wide and hits the softball like a piece of rawhide, Father God. We're going to state. Uh, Pastor Petey wants to discourage everyone uh, in attendance today. I heard some talk after Sunday school of a couple of y'all saying you's gonna uh, get together and uh, form a caravan and drive up north to, and I'm just quoting what I heard, uh, whoop that groundhog's ass on account of it was 28 degrees this morning. You felt like you'd been lied to. I'm gonna advise against that. Uh, Puxatawney Phil happens to be a national treasurer of this country. We know going into this, he's only right 36% of the time. And also mind you, it has been a different groundhog uh, every couple years, they don't live a hundred. Uh, Father God, it's just a cold snap, and it is February, mind you. This happens every year, yet you act confused. Couple, couple prayer requests. Uh, Mary, Mary Ellen uh, writes in, uh, Father God, pray for my husband. He says if it's cold one more day, he's getting in his car and going to whoop that groundhog's ass. All right, now see, this is what we're talking about here. We can't have none of this business. Use your brain, folks. Woo, Father God, has all since been thrown out the window. Miss Betty Sue writes in, Pastor Petey, I don't know what to do. Help me, Father God, help me. My husband hates Joe Biden and, and the Kansas City, City Chiefs and Travis Kelsey and, and Taylor Swift so much, Father God, that he made a spike bet on the Super Bowl and Bet all, bet everything we had, Father God, on the San Francisco 49ers, and we lost it all, house and home, savings and everything. Father God, what do I do? Well, Miss Betty Sue, it's simple. Find yourself another husband. Woo, Father God. Last I checked, you got titties and he ain't. You'll be fine. Can I get an amen? Amen, Pastor. That's right. And if you're the Betty Sue I'm thinking of right now, you'll have you another one for the ink drives, Father God. Go, Chiefs. Now let's bow our head. Father God, we do come to you today. As much as we try to ignore it, Father God, we're in tumultuous times in this country, America that is, if you happen to be one of Pastor Petey's listeners from elsewhere on this spinning rock we live on, trying not to fall off, Father God, holding on, white knuckling it. Life often feels like a right hook from big, bad Betty Perkins, Father God, and we are just the unprotected nutsack flapping in the wind in her sights, Father God. We often reach out to you, Father God, not knowing what to do, hoping that you can reach down and somehow press a button like in them old Office Depot commercials, Father God. Woo! Easy button. If it was red, Father God. Or for those more nerdy in the congregation, perhaps a me seeks box from Rick and Morty, Father God. Woo! New season without Justin Rollins, just as good, Father God. They didn't need him. Glad he's gone. Some of y'all need context. I don't have time to get into it. Use Google, Father God. Truth be told, Father God, I don't know if there is anything you can do 
I don't know if there is anything any of us can do, Father God, except the aforementioned white knuckling and holding on, waiting to get punched in the nutsack. Perhaps all we can do is be ready with a bag of ice, Father God, some frozen peas, a hardened and cold ribeye, like in the Tom and Jerry cartoons, Father God, to alleviate the swelling once it's all said and done, Father God. Because in the grand scheme of things, we all feel so small. We all feel so inadequate, Father God. You look at us from space, we are just little teeny tiny dots. You know, they say, Father God, that if you looked at the entire existence of, of the, the earth, Father God, all the billions of years, and you broke it down into a 24-hour clock, Father God, something like human beings didn't even show up till 11:59 and 58 seconds or something like that father god yet we think we own it all father god we think it's all because of us Woo, father god i suppose i suppose i pray and we pray that you can help us if you are even out there father good god father good also father good god god good if there is a god maybe good perhaps not uh seeing as I'll be honest with you Father God uh, if you're responsible for the mountains and the streams and the creeks and Dolly Parton and my baby good on you gotta give it up to you there Father God but there's a whole lot of other stuff I gotta say not a fan of your earlier work Father God Woo! you sort of like the opposite of some bands I'm a fan of Father God some of your current work sucks too Father God some of that stuff you did in the middle ain't that good neither. Matter of fact, there's sometimes, Father God, I think that you do better just writing for other people, Father God. Sort of how I felt about David Crosby, if I'm not going to lie, Father God. Always liked his words coming out of somebody else's mouth. Not to speak ill of the dead. Though if I'm being honest, he could be a little bit of a prick, Father God. I don't know why I'm telling you this, but he did show his true colors on Twitter there towards the end of his life. Father God, maybe he was just going through it. Perhaps he wishes he had have adopted Drew Barrymore after all, Father God. I don't know. Anyways, Father God, I believe that I've lost all hope in praying for there to be some sort of good outcome to 2024. Father God, I think we might be beyond that. I believe it's pretty laughable at this point, Father God. Yeah, let me let me see if I can muster up a fake laugh here. <laughs> Oh, Father God, you've really put us in a bind here. Guess my only hope and my prayer, Father God, is I pray that you can help us once it's all over, step back from the cloud of destruction and see finally once and for all what it is we have wrought upon ourselves. See the seeds that we have sown and understand that now we must reap them. And perhaps instead of saying, oh, well, all is lost, we look at it and instead say, oh, hell no, I dare not, Father God, let my child stand where I have stood. Where I stood in dark, they shall stand in light, Father God. Where I trotted in despair, they shall glide on hope, Father God. In other words, Father God, may we not fart downwind. As my grandpappy Perkins used to say, Father God. And all God's people said, we are using a different recording device this week, so some of y'all's amens may not have been picked up on the register. We got a nicer microphone, Father God. Omnidirectional, Father God. 
made possible by all the parishioners that have subscribed to the $5 level. Brother Corey Ryan Forster wanted me to say that. I will say no more. I'll be honest with you, Brother Corey Ryan Forster, I like, uh, I appreciate you letting me be here, but I, I don't like having to shield for you, Father God. I'm here to do the Lord's work. Father God, I'm going to be brief today, but I do want to speak on a couple of things. Y'all know I can get a little long-winded, and I know that upsets a couple of you trying to listen to this. Perhaps on Monday morning on your way to work, you ain't got that long of a commute. You're saying, Pastor Petey, hush now. Or a lot of you are thinking, Pastor Petey, you used to, you used to keep these things short. I didn't stop going to church so I could switch to an alternative who still makes me late for my chicken supper. Father God, Pastor Petey, bite your tongue if you have to. I understand. One thing I'm going to talk about here in a minute is a little cliche. And, my, and matter of fact, I know I've talked about it before, but I would like to reiterate it because it has been brought up to my attention again. And that is, one thing I think the Bible actually got right, but that's only because they took it from several other books. And also, it's just common sense, Father God, a third grader could have come up with it. And that's the golden rule. But I don't just want to talk about what it is and why we should use it, Father God, because we all know why. I want to talk about what people have turned it into, Father God, and why we ought not. But before that, Father God, I want to talk to all of you out there. And it just so happens I'm not speaking to just one gender, Father God. But I have noticed that it does seem to be a whole lot of women in my comments, whether it be in this substack or whether it be on Instagram or Twitter, Father God, a whole lot of people who I assume identify as women at least. Now look at Pastor Petey. Of course, that could be just because they have women names and, and have traditional women features that I identify with, uh, females at least. I could be wrong, Father God, but just bear with me for a second. And I won't speak to you for a minute, but this also goes out to anybody because Pastor Petey wants you to understand that, that I feel you and you ain't alone in some of your hardships uh, I have learned uh, to take personally as well, and we'll get into that in a second, and I'll explain it to you why. And after pontificating on uh, the, these comments, which I will explain shortly, I think I understood why they were coming from predominantly women. And a lot of these people, people open up to Pastor Petey, uh, or Brother Corey Ryan Forster, actually, they're his comments, I just peruse. Uh, Brother Corey Ryan Forster has those uh, cheeks, I suppose it is. He's got those cheeks those you'll tell him anything cheeks you know he's he's been told that a lot people just open up to him he seems like a person you can talk to and he is i ain't gonna lie to you he is he himself is a very open person and when someone is open you feel like you can tell them things and uh he is proud of being that person uh and because of that people fire off in comments and telling this and telling that and, and all sorts of whatnot and after shows people telling this that and the other and their troubles and he uh, has finally gotten to a place where he often will share his troubles with them too uh, because it turns out uh, when someone is sharing their troubles with you, they don't mind if you turn around and do it too. Hell, half the time, I think it eases attention and makes them feel less awkward about you having done it to them. You feel me? Father God, maybe sometimes they're like, shit, I just want to talk about myself. What the fuck are you doing? But per well, Sorry for cursing, Father God. Uh, but, uh, you know, having an open discussion is uh, nice. Pastor Peter's rambling here, but I'm getting to a point, I promise. Seen a lot of women in the comments talking about, oh, Brother Corey Ryan Forster or Pastor Petey, thank you for putting out this sermon. You know, I've been struggling a lot lately. Work pressures and child pressures and my husband this and friends that. And 
I've got all this going on, and on top of that, I still have to be a good mother, a good wife, a good employer, a good boss. And then on top of that, there's the social life, Father God, where my friends are expecting this and that. And then on top of that, well, Pastor Petey or Brother Corey or whatever, when do I find time for myself? So oftentimes I just don't take time for myself and then everything else suffers and blah, 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 and yada, yada, yada. And I'm coming to speak to you today, if any of you is out there listening, to let you know that I understand and to tell you something that I've only learned, Father God, very recently. And it is this, Father God. No matter how highly you think of yourself, Father God, no matter how big your ego is, how talented you think you are at juggling 900 things at the same time, no matter how many times you've convinced yourself, despite all logic, that you can, quote, have it all. Well, let Pastor Peter tell you right now, my friend, you ain't and you ain't ever going to be Superman, Father God. Woo! You just need to understand that right now and let it set you free. Because Lord God, did Brother Corey Ryan, or excuse me, did Pastor, no, it was Corey. Did, <laughs> did Brother Corey Ryan Forster finally have to learn that the hard way, Father God? That some bitch damn near had to check into an institute of some sort. Woo, Father God. As Pastor Pete, as I was saying earlier in the prayer, life is sometimes a big old right hook from big bad Betty Perkins and we are just the immobile nutsack sitting there waiting to get punched in the, well, the nutsack, Father God. And ain't nothing we can do about it. And if you put all this on yourself, sometimes you're going to explode. And there's some people you do owe all that energy to, your family, your children specifically. But I believe if y'all are anything like me, I'm speaking to you know, some of, some of y'all that have these same feelings. If y'all are anything like me, uh, uh, Pastor Petey, that is, and Brother Corey Ryan Forrester, perhaps you might need to reevaluate uh, some of the people you're spending that energy on uh, because they, uh, well, they might not appreciate it, and therefore you might not or do it. I'm not saying don't be kind to these people, Father God. I'm not saying don't be a good friend. I'm just saying that someone knowing you doesn't mean that they always deserve instant 100% 24-hour access to you, Father God. Pastor Petey had to be told this, and it was a revelation. Blew my mind, Father God. Someone a while back, this is a while back, told me, because I, I had a real bad habit. I'd get a text message. Woo! Oh, God, I got a text message. Oh, beep, 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 tech, 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 woo. Got to text them back. Somebody told me. They said, hey, you know if it's important, they'd have called you. Hold on now. Hold on now. What you saying? They said, well, it can't be an emergency if it's a text. If it's an emergency, they'd have called you. I said, yeah, but, you know, some people get mad if they text you and you don't text them right back. And they said, well, fuck those people. Sorry for cursing again. I said, what do you mean, fuck those people? And they told me. They said, well, Pastor Petey, people don't get to just access you 24 hours a day whenever they want to. This is the first time in society that's ever even been an option, Father God. We can't just reinvent how society works just because we got new technology. It ain't right. And I said, you know what, Father God, it ain't right. It ain't right. So now, Pastor Petey has certain times in the day 
when he just turns his phone on airplane mode and by God, I'll get back to you later. You know what I'm saying? Helps relieve that stress. And if someone's making you feel bad for it, you need to be honest with them and tell them, hey, I've been feeling a little stress lately and I didn't have time to get back to you. Is that okay? Is that okay? Don't be mean to them. Just say, is that okay? And if they're your real friend, they'll say, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, 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 damn, I didn't know. Father God, I didn't know, you know. Now, if they ain't your real friend, they'll say, fuck you, I don't give a shit. Return my text, Father God. And then guess what? You've just saved yourself the trouble. Delete the damn number. You ain't got to be their friend no more. Hallelujah. Praise Father God. The reason I said earlier, Father God, that I think it's been a lot of women that were saying that in the comments is because of society's expectations for them versus men. The expectations of a woman. Sure, a man has to go to work, absolutely. And, then, and by God, there's a lot of expectations on a man, especially Pastor Petey lives in the South. There definitely are. Now, I think by far, you know, uh, being a white man in America, about the easiest thing you can do. But there is some downsides, absolutely. You know, one of them is down here, you're supposed to be the breadwinner, Father God. That's a difficult uh, weight to bear. However, let's look at being a woman in the 21st century, Father God. In this economy, basically every expectation you say for a man can almost be expected of a woman too because in this economy, woman's got to work as well, Father God. Can I get an amen? Huh. So a woman has these added expectations to her, but we haven't removed all the old expectations, Father God. Now a woman's expected to work. Not expected by God. Not expected, mind you. Required, Father God, because we got to keep this house. And speaking of keeping this house, well, that's still an expect expectation of a woman. She got to work her ass off and then come home and make the house sparkle. Then if you live down where I do, Father God, she's going to have to put a bun in that oven because the only reason God put a woman on this earth, you see, these are not Pastor Petey's words. These are uh, apparently what some people claim come from the Bible, uh, Father God, is uh, she's put here to make babies, Father God, and make them plenty. Go forth and multiply. So now she's got to have a kid, Father God. They don't give a damn near enough maternity leave. Woo, Father God. She's got to have the kids. She's got to go to work. She's got to come home. She's got to clean the house. All right. Are we almost caught up yet? Oh, no. So not only now is she going to work, coming home, uh, cleaning the house, uh, raising a baby, because she got to raise the baby too, Father God. She's also, well, somebody got to put the food on the table, because it's only the man's job to put the food on the table from a monetary point of view, you see. Or on occasion, go shoot a deer twixt the eyeballs. So she's got to go to work, come home, cook the food, clean the food up, feed the baby, take care of the baby, get ready to make another baby, get up, go to work. Well, with two people working, Father God, and a baby, there's going to be three times as much laundry. Somebody's got to do that. Woo! It's the woman cooking, cleaning, doing the laundry, working. Woo! Then, God forbid, Father God, all the guys want to get together for a football game and have the women make some dips. Well, now it's time for her to host. Got to get that house extra sparkly clean. And while she's worn smooth out from doing all this bullshit all week, she's got to fake a smile and turn that personality on and 
pretend she likes all these people that the only reason she's friends with them to begin with is because they were stupid enough to get married to the dumbasses who happened to be friends with the man she was stupid enough to marry in the first place. Can I get an amen? Woo! Amen. Father God. And Lord, Father God, don't even get me started on the mother-in-law dynamic. And then somewhere in all that, you got to find some me time, which I can tell you right now, when you have a child, does not exist. But you can't have that me time, Father God, because that's when all your friends start asking you for favors. And you can't let them down, otherwise you're a shrewd, Father God. And oh, I had mentioned the economy earlier in my sermon, Father God. Well, having one job these days ain't quite enough. Ask Brother Corey Ryan Forster. He will tell you, Father God. So before you even get to the me time or the friend time, you got to work on that 529, Father God. So what's it going to be? The me time or the friend time, Father God, you got to pick one. But everyone thinks they can have both, Father God. But first they must satisfy the friend because they don't want people to dislike them, Father God. Then they're left feeling depleted. No time for themselves. And when that happens, all of a sudden, you either blow up or sink into yourself. And the next thing you know, you ain't of use to nobody. You think it's your fault. You think you're weak. You think you see other people doing it, and you think, why can't I? Well, I'm here to tell you, either those people don't have as much on their plate as you, or you just ain't there to see them crumble, baby. Woo! Father God. So to reiterate something I said in an earlier sermon, give yourself a damn break. But to say this now, this will help you going forward. Brother Corey Ryan Forster had to learn it the hard way. Uh, put your ego aside and understand that you ain't Superman. You can't do it all your own. You can't have it all. You gotta pick and choose. And sometimes, Father God, there's some people in your life huh, <laughs> that you're just gonna have to say, you know what? Not today. Go fuck yourself. Now that leads us right into the golden rule and it's gonna sound hypocritical. Uh, and I swear to God, I'm going to get out of here. The golden rule, as it states in the Bible, I believe, is do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Good rule to live by. Basically, breaks down to mean, hey, be good to people on account of, hey, Father God, wouldn't you want them to be good to you? Sure would. Live that way. And if everybody did, we'd be hunky-dory. Woo, Father God. And that's true. But what Pastor Petey sees, Father God, is a whole lot of people living by the fool's gold rule. That's what we're going to call it. The fool's gold rule, Father God. Which says, do unto others as you assume they would do unto you. Woo, Father God. See it all the time. And I guarantee you, Pastor Petey in his younger days might have been guilty of it on occasion. I am proud to say not too often. I have many faults, Father God. Brother Corey Ryan Forster has many faults, Father God. And while sometimes it may have been inauthentic, Father God, I have always tried to be kind 
to people and treat them the way I would want to be treated because the golden rule has always made sense to me. It's always made sense to me that if we could all just get on board, this would be a good world to live in. But as I stated, there's plenty of people that when faced with a situation where they could do something for somebody, they say, huh, well, they wouldn't do it for me. I ain't going to do it for them. I believe there's a situation, Father God, in which we look at this as a self-fulfilling prophecy, Father God. Let's just assume, and I know that when you assume, you make an ass out of you and me, Father God, but since it's just me here, I don't think that's possible. Let's just assume that this whole, they wouldn't do it for me, so why should I do it for them, Father God notion, is based on one instance. This person, we'll call them person A, the person who is, I ain't gonna do it for them, Father God, they wouldn't do it for me. Person A was in a situation one time where person B had the opportunity to do something nice for person A and apparently did not do it. And so now person A forever has branded this person an unkind person not deserving of any goodwill. Well, what if on that day person B had just gotten out of the hospital, Father God, visiting their sick grandmother who perchance died that day? What if on any other situation, any other day, they would have absolutely done that favor for that person but couldn't for reasons unknown to person A, Father God? Or what if it wasn't even something so grim? What if it was just a miscommunication? Miscommunication, Father God, if you don't know, is the root of almost every single one of our conflicts, both great and small, in this world. Wars among them. What if person A hadn't properly conveyed, Father God, to person B that they wanted said favor done? It's possible that person B doesn't even know that they didn't even do favor for person A. Has no idea, Father God, that they were in breach of the golden rule. Now, if all that is true, Father God, from person B's point of view, they know person A as someone who every single time is presented with the opportunity to help them out does not. And so to them, why would they? Do you understand what I'm saying? Am I making sense, Father God? This is why the golden rule is so beautiful, Father God. It has nothing to do with the other person. If some people would learn how selfish selflessness can be, we'd all do it. It feels wonderful, Father God. Pastor Petey was at the grocery store yesterday, Father God, and the donuts from the grocery store bakery was buy one, get one free, Father God. Woo! Right by the register, too. They knew what they was doing. They seen Pastor Petey coming a mile away, Father God. They had their binoculars on. I tell you what. And yes, Pastor Petey knows that they upsold them, Father God. I didn't get nothing for free, but by God, I wanted them donuts. And if they's going to give me two for the price of one, by God, I was taking them. In this economy, are you kidding me, Father God? So I did. But by Pastor Petey don't need two whole heaping things of donuts. So what did I do? Well, we live on the street with my in-laws, Father God. So my way home from the store, 
I drove down there. I left them on the doorstep. And I texted my sister-in-law and I said, hey, Uncle Pastor Petey has left donuts for the kids. Y'all enjoy. Now, here's the deal. They are thinking, oh, what a wonderful thing that Uncle Pastor Petey has done. He is so nice. That was so kind of him. That was so thoughtful. But secretly, it made me happy because I want to be the favorite uncle, Father God. Do you understand? I want them children to want to hang out with me. Woo! I want them to want to make a fort with me. Woo! That's why I go to their ball games. Woo! Their school functions. Woo! Their plays, Father God. It ain't out of selflessness. It's out of selfishness. But it's still a kind thing. So what does it matter? And guess what? Y'all ain't going to believe this. But it turns out the more you do unto others as you would have them do unto you, the more people do unto you the way that you have done unto them. Oh, of course, there's plenty of people, plenty of people, Father God, who it seems that I give and I give and I give and I give and I get nothing in return. I don't mean monetary things. I mean small favors. All the time there's people in my life saying, Pastor Petey, can you help me with this? Pastor Petey, can you help me with this? Pastor Petey, this, 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 this. And then when I need something small, Father God, even if they're on their way, hey, hey, while you're heading out here, could you stop by the gas station and get Pastor Petey a drink? No, can't do it, sorry. Yeah, there's people in my life like that, but that's fine. That don't. I'm still going to help them, you understand? Because you do it to everybody, because that's what the golden rule is. You don't be the reason that the rule don't work. Of course, everybody on earth ain't gonna treat you good. But if you use that as an excuse to not treat anybody good, if everybody used that as an excuse to never treat anybody good, what type of world would we live in? Father God, don't fart downwind of a child is what I'm trying to say. Father God, can I get an amen? I know today's sermon was a little cliche, Father God, but a couple things I needed to say. Thank you for letting me do it. Thank you for sitting through them announcements. We'd like to thank Deacon Ricky for being here once again. Uh, 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 Wednesday, uh, February 21st, this Wednesday, 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Watch POA.com. Subscribe. Uh, so you can see Putting On Air's 100th episode. Thank you all so much for being here at BonusCorey.com. Thank you to those who have paid the $5 uh, for your membership because this Substack brings value to your life. If you have not paid the $5, uh, well, if it's because you can't afford it, then that's no big deal. Uh, that is fine. We are still glad you are here. But if you can afford it, and, and uh, I ask you the question, does this substack bring value to your life? Perhaps consider uh, putting uh, the $5 a month into the offering plate. Father God, it certainly helps uh, during this time as Brother Corey Ryan Forster is off the road taking care of that youngin. Uh, Father God, uh, we love you all so much. We got new exciting things coming down the pike. I believe that's the right use of the word. Uh, and anyways, remember as Pastor Petey always says, don't do nothing I wouldn't do, Father God. But if you do, woo, do it twice. <laughs>